Welcome to episode 14 of Redefine. It's actually solstice today, the 21st of June, which means in many ways that we're halfway through the year, which is both exciting and terrifying. That means we've had 14 episodes since the start of the year. I think I'm going to make like one season per year and just let it flow because that's my way. I thought I'd do a little bit of housekeeping before I dive into the topic today, which is around trusting in the flow of money coming in into our lives in time to meet our needs and uh, our dreams and things like that. So uh, I'm actually in my bedroom with all the shutters and doors closed under a fan because it's quite sweltering out here in Spain. Sort of like this, mm, I was going to say moist... (laughs) But I don't think that's the word. Humid. Humid is the correct word. Quite a humid kind of day today. And it's day one of my period. And so I'm feeling quite sensitive and like I need extra rest. But this is something I can do in a very restful way, which is lovely. I kind of feel like my period decided to coincide with the solstice and offer me a little bit of extra magic. It means I take things a little bit more gently and slowly. So firstly, the housekeeping that I wanted to do was I had a lovely listener write in and say that she found my voice quite quiet in the episodes and I do have a quiet, gentle voice. However, um, what I've done is I plugged in my Rode mic this time. So please do let me know if you feel like the sound quality is crisper, clearer and louder because that is the intention and I will continue to use the Rode mic instead of the old mic that I was using. Thank you so much. I always appreciate um, helpful feedback. So always so willing to improve the quality of the things that I create for you. So... Today's topic is actually based on a question that was sent in. I'm going to read it out. It says, Hey, Vienda, can I ask you how to trust that money will flow in in time? I want to believe that I can go and travel very soon. And at the same time, I don't have anything saved up. I usually feel very relaxed around this topic. And now I have this anxiety creeping up. Have you traveled with very little money in your past? I would love to hear a little story of your life and how it worked out if you have the space and energy to share. Gorgeous, gorgeous question. And I I think money is such an important topic for us to speak to, especially as women and especially for us to redefine because we have been taught so many misbeliefs about what money is and we have turned money into this drama like this emotional drama that we connect our decisions to in such a way that is actually completely wild to me you know money is a really wonderful form of exchange and some of us are more adept and um, comfortable with wielding this form of exchange mostly because of our education our practice and our Um, ability to or willingness to learn and grow in that area and others are not but money in the end is just an inanimate object and so when we project all of our all of our emotions onto it it's still it's still not you know some people like money or evil or whatever like money is just money 
But what it is, is a really powerful mirror about how you feel about the world and your ability to receive and your ability to claim what is yours and so on and so on. So I had to do a lot of work around my money mentality. I had a real scarcity mentality that came from my upbringing, that came from um, the ancestral line that I came from. There's just tremendous amounts of scarcity in our family, which there are in many families, not all, but many. And we all have our own stories around money. And those stories are exactly what we need to redefine. So a really common story that a lot of people sort of bounce up against is that we can't make decisions or take forward steps or choose new ways of showing up in the world unless we have the numbers that support the thing that we think we want and how much it's going to cost in our bank accounts. As if money is the stagnant thing but money is actually a very fluid thing in fact money loves momentum money loves movement and the more it gets to move through things and people and experiences the happier it is so when we go oh I can't do this because I can't afford it we're allowing this inanimate object to limit our ability to have the fullest expansive expression in life. I'm not saying that we should ever go into debt. I'm not saying that we should ever make decisions that are harmful to us because the stretch is too big. But I am saying, what I am saying is that because it is a fluid entity, the numbers in our bank account are momentary. And they will grow and shift and change and adjust alongside us if we are open to and willing to change our relationship to money to one that is alive instead of one that is stagnant. And so one of the main things that I do personally over and over and over again, which really helped me with making decisions like taking big leaps, going traveling, moving to different countries, doing things that I have never done before is I have this contract with the universe and I've had it for a long, long time since my early 20s, I would say, maybe even earlier. And this contract, it kind of goes like this. It's like a conversation where... I, when I lean towards the things that I am being drawn to and called to, so the universe is like offering me these exciting, fun, playful possibilities of life experiences that excite me and I'm feeling drawn to them and I know that they're meant for me. When I have that feeling and I say yes to it, the universe also says yes to supporting me in following them, in leaning into them, in having them. And so I always have this conversation when I'm about to step into a space that is new to me. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this, but you have to support me. This, that, like, that's, that's the deal. That's the deal we have. I'll do the things that are scary that I've never done before and you will support me. And 
so far that's been my experience and it's because I've redefined the way that I see money so it's not about like I can only do things if it's like if I feel resourced enough financially or whatever I'm like no I love life comes first and the money to support life will come will follow it always does rather than fitting myself within the limitations of what resources I have available to me in the present moment because that's going to fluctuate like you know it's such a fluid thing um so firstly I think you have to just make a decision am I willing to allow myself to be supported in leaning into the spaces that I I'm not familiar with and can I have that kind of relationship with the greater powers and will I trust myself enough to show up to these scary things and know that the money is going to come of course I'm still going to do work it's not about like laying about and waiting for money to drop from the sky it's about taking steps and taking action and um choosing to believe and trust in yourself and the universe that you are always going to be supported and that you will show up to yourself it's so much about trusting yourself as well like you know when the opportunities to make money arise you take them and you flow with it and you don't stay limited and stuck within very narrow concepts of how this can can happen and that's another big thing I I often let go of the how So I think we get so confined and stuck on like, I don't know how this is going to work out. And that's not your job. Our job is always to have our eyes on the vision and to move towards what lights us up and excites us and makes us feel really full and fueled and, and alive. And know that life is always going to support us as we do that. We don't need to know how. We need to know what. What is it that lights us up? What drives us? And so we also have to then consider the level of risk we're willing to be in discomfort with. And that's going to vary from person to person. I have a quite a high risk capacity in terms of it's like emotionally and psychologically I can really handle quite a lot of uncertainty and unknown physically like some people I think there's just so many people who are so physically resilient much more physically resilient than I am I'm not willing to like jump off cliffs or throw myself out of an airplane like my body is so sensitive that's not a risk that I can take but I can take other risks like put myself into a foreign country without any cash (laughs) and see what happens because I have this insane trust in the universe that I'll always be supported and so um in the question she asked for some stories I have so many stories (laughs) the more recent one is probably when I decided to move from Mexico to the UK just before the pandemic I had this really strong sense at the end of 2019 like a really strong intuitive sense I needed to do that and I had no idea why 
there were a few practical reasons, like business reasons that I wanted, to, that I just couldn't do in Mexico that I wanted to move for. But um, apart from that, it didn't make any logical sense. I also really dislike the cold, as you guys probably know by now. So, but I followed it. And the thing is, like, the UK is a lot more expensive than Mexico. I think my rent in Mexico for, like, quite a big two-bedroom casita was, like, 400 pounds a month. And when I moved to Brighton in the UK, it was a 1,000 pounds a month. So that was, like quite a big difference so I was like I don't know if I'm resourced enough to make this move like is the money gonna come la la but I was just I just knew I needed to do it and and again I have this contract I was like okay I will do this thing that I'm being drawn to I'm being called to and you have to support me and of course that's exactly what happened and I made more than enough money and everything was fine all the way not that I never feel fear I do I feel like the little bit of anxiety and fear every now and then and I'm like, and I know this is just part of the process. Um, I spent my entire 20s traveling the world with very little money. And I think we have to really identify what our expectations of our lifestyle while traveling looks like. <laughs> like I would hitchhike and I would work at random places and I would stay with strangers and I would do whatever it takes for me to have the experiences that I wanted to have. I also like traveled in quite cheap places, you know, like um, Southeast Asia and India and Central America and places like that. Um, I'm trying to think of some more specific. I mean, the very first time I went traveling for a long period of time, like almost two years, I think I was 19 and I sold my car for 3000 Australian dollars, which is very little money and bought a flight and I think I'm trying to remember but I I decided to go to Austria first because I hadn't been back for a really really long time and that was my um I was gonna say childhood home but not exactly it was you know, Salzburg is where I was born. And so I wanted to kind of go back to the place that I was born and, and discover myself <laughs> in that place. And I'm trying to remember if I stayed like in a hostel for a few nights and then looked for an apartment, like a, a room in an apartment. And then I got a job in an ice cream shop. <laughs> and then I got a job as a nanny. And then I moved to Italy with as as a nanny. And then I moved from Italy to London for the very first time and I got a job in a pub and so I worked while I was traveling in order to support myself and um, I just found ways like I just found ways and it was just there was no other option it wasn't like oh what if this happened no you're just going to fucking do it <laughs> because what's most important right now is for me to have those experiences. I think I remember also, oh yeah, when I started my business, I was traveling through Central America. I, you know, it was really good because it was really cheap. So I could make my money stretch and I was starting to get clients, but it wasn't enough. 
and starting to build my brand. But, you know, the money wasn't there. And that's normal in the first year or two, the first year and two of any business. May not make as much money as you'd like it to. And maybe it does, you know, it's different for everyone. But it certainly took me quite some time, two years, to to make a full salary for myself. And um, after, I think, three months in Central America, I decided to move to San Francisco. And I literally, like, by the time I got there, I had 300, I think, US dollars in my account. Luckily, I had a friend there, so I was sleeping on his sofa. And, like, that was a bit of an awkward situation because he thought he was in love with with me. And it was just, like, ooh. Actually, I have um, a really great article on my blog about this story where he offered to pay me a yearly salary to be the mother of his child and I'm trying to remember but I think if you just type in baby mama in the search bar the article will come up it's quite interesting and funny and weird and wild as so many of my stories are I need to start like really putting them together properly anyway so I got there with very little money and trying to start this business and like blogging every day and making videos oh my god I just remember like little me and everything she's been through and but like you know I also needed to make money and I think I found like you know in the states you use Craigslist and I think I found this job on Craigslist where I needed like a a social media person for this up startup I was gonna say say upstart I don't know why really weird with a startup and um so I had a meeting with this guy and he was like, basically, I just need someone to manage, you know, I'm starting this sort of gamey kind of social media thing and I need someone to consistently share it out into the social media world and get it to gain traction and find, you know, come up with ways to make it go viral and all sorts of things. He hired me and another girl and um, he, he paid us 35 US dollars an hour cash in hand and that was just a fluke it's just because I trusted that I would somehow find a way to make money and I remember just before I had that meeting I'd found these boots with these studs on them and I was like I really want those boots and I think they were a hundred dollars and I did not have much money in my account as you know like three hundred dollars and so that was like I was looking at those boots and I'm like, I'm going to buy these boots as a sign of trust that the money will come. And literally the next day I had this interview and got the job. And $35 an hour is actually quite good for like hanging out and (laughs) playing on social media, especially back then. Like now there's no way I would do it. But at that moment in that time of my life, it was like a freaking godsend. And I did it for... I think three months and I saved that money and um, I lived a really nice life in San Francisco and then I moved to LA which I did not love mostly because I was still trying to get my business off the ground and I felt like uh, it just felt really hard and then I moved to London and um, slowly slowly my work and my income was starting to gain traction and, and things changed but 
you know, there's so many times where I've just had taken a leap of faith and gone into this thing. And that's what we have to do. We have to just decide that our life is more important than whether or not we're resourced well enough and to trust that the resources will come because they always, always do.